So speaking of record labels, man, we both interned at Capitol Records. Now I gotta ask. So you're on your second record label, but I want to yeah. talk about the first record label. Now, did your experience interning at Capitol help you start the label? Like what did you learn at Capitol that maybe had translated to you starting your first record label, Neil? The main thing is that you know, believe in the music. You know, we were kind of set on like bullshit tasks. They <laughs> they believed in their product completely. They had a team behind their product. And even though, you know, you know, when you're doing independent and you're completely doing alone, you don't have a marketing team, you don't have a budget, you're basically funding everything out of pocket. Yeah. If you don't believe in that thing enough to want to spend that money, because you don't know if you're going to make anything back to it. I think that's a huge thing that you got to be willing to say bye-bye to. If you have no faith in it, it's not going to go anywhere. And I think that was probably the main thing that definitely helped me in launching labels. Like every release, you know, at the time was something that I felt was missing and something I really believed in, like a hundred percent. I just felt like, so it was also an acronym and part of the acronym was next in line. So that was what I, what I felt was next for, I guess, the iteration of, of underground dance music. Yeah, going back to what I was saying about it being next in line, I just felt like that was going to be the next, I guess, what I thought was going to be a hit record, right, in Underground, and that people were going to gravitate towards, too. You know, we had about seven releases, and we did small runs of vinyl, I would say. At most, I think we did 700. And for all releases, we've been able to sell out out of all of them, probably within a month or less. I think we were doing something right. I guess that's what that taught me. Ah, very, very, very dope, man. Are people making deals in, in like the house music industry without like contracts and things of that nature? They oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. For me, I try to get my paperwork in order because it's like, I know how to do right for myself. I've been doing right by myself my whole life. Like I wake up to myself, but I want to make sure I'm doing right for the people that I'm working with. Because, you know, truth be told, that comes back around. And it bites you in the ass real bad. Like, I can't afford to have that karma come back on me because I have more to lose than somebody that, you know, grew up with, like, a trust fund that has unlimited funds. Absolutely. Um, so to me, you know, I definitely take the, you know, the whole, like, working class mentality of just, like, these guys need to pay rent. Like, they need, there there are things that, that need to happen in order to make this work. So, I, you know, I, I basically talk to the artists, like, I'm like, I could draw up a small contract for us. and Because I do also have to register with the Performing Rights Organization with Gemma. So you do have to pay fees on that as well. You know, let's say they get... And we had this happen with One Record World's uh, license for a compilation. You know, we nice. wanted to make sure that they were registered so that way they could make royalties anytime that was played anywhere. I try to make sure that my artists, anybody I'm working with, like they have their paperwork in order. I have my paperwork in order. Just so again, like I can do right by everybody. Like I feel good going to sleep when I know that it's like, I would say not that people are taking care of me, but I'm taking care of the people that I know are doing within their best interest for me. It's like, yeah. when you treat people good, they show up for you. And I definitely feel like that with like running the label. It's like, they'll give you their best work at the moment because you're being so attentive. And it, to me, it's not even about the best work of like making money or making noise. For me, it's like their best work of the genre. Like, they'll put their best foot forward because they know you are there for them. When I met you, I know you was in the house, but I know you were a little more into hip hop now. I'm just asking, are we slightly transitioning back? Are you still like, cause I'll be, I don't even listen to hip hop like that anymore. Like, especially like the current stuff. I'm not really paying attention. And if I do need it, I just go on the charts and I'm not actively like listening to a album. Like I'm not actually doing that. Like I'm listening to more like FKJ, more like cash who are more instrumentalists and DJs as well. Like I'm listening to more, even like soul artists. I gotta feel it. I can't listen to damaging lyrics. That's one thing I told myself I'm not ever doing. 
I can't listen to people talking about killing and shooting each other. That's not part of my DNA. It's not part of my lifestyle. But I want to know, are you actually listening to any hip hop or even old school or new school or any whatsoever? Well, um, I mean, I, I always listen to old school hip hop. Always, okay. like, especially, you know, my favorite producers, like, I, that'll always be something that, that I do. I definitely listen to some of the new stuff. And it's not so much about, because, yeah, you're right, you know, there is, like, really negative damaging content that's out there. You know, you have artists that are glorifying, like, taking antidepressants, like, it's the thing to do. And, you know, seeing it in my scene, like, drugs can be really harmful. So, you know, I, I, I hope that they're within that scene there's more education on how damaging that could be because especially when you're you were messing with brain chemistry like you could be changing and ruining somebody's life forever yeah um but i will say this the production aspect i'm in love with i'm I, for I, that Lyric, lyrics is terrible but yeah the beats though yeah the, the beats are amazing like i feel like there's more musical elements and especially when you're talking about the idea of big neck bass even in like trap music there's like melodies and bass lines yeah. And I love I love that. I think that's like something that's so, you know, so so dope. Like I can't even say it more than that. You know, <laughs> it just it make it, it just makes you feel a certain way when it's just hitting you and you know, it just it brings you to a place. So I'm definitely I would say I wouldn't say transitioning back because I never felt like I transitioned out. I just because I've always been creating and I, I, I think with the big neck, you know, digital side, it'll be definitely more of an emphasis on some of the non-dance music related stuff like i you know i would love to you know reach out to different like jazz artists and things like that and just really expand what that can look like but also keeping the element of the label in mind of like the bass being his own melodic thing at the forefront how that can look like honestly the opportunities are endless but definitely i i do see myself putting out a lot of these beat tapes i'm probably like at least within the past couple of months like 80 90 beats in Ooh, bring them out man stop playing you I, I, I gotta, well, gotta hear them, man. Don't like, <laughs> oh, don't hold on to Like, I, I get it. A lot of people, I mean, I know so many DJs, producers that, like, yo, they have like 10 years worth of they haven't let out. And I'm like, yo, is this just for you to listen to? Like, yo, you let that shit out. Like, don't be scared. Like, let it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's so long, you know? So, so that's been my big project. My big project was just because it's so much like content to, send it to an outside mastering house which just cost me a fortune so i actually saved up some money i bought some like mastering plugins so i've been going through each just i have like different schedule throughout different week like i'll spend two days of the week just digging for dance music that's it that's all i'm doing for like you know eight nine hours and then i have like another day where i'm just digging for samples and then i have another day where i'm just working on edits and then i have one day where i'm just working on beats and then like the last day i'm just like working on mixing down some of these tracks that i've been working on so you know if, if i had if i had more volunteers or something like that oh man they, these things would be out a long time ago but when you're a one-man army it's a tough it's man. a huge undertaking if you're enjoying the content you're watching right now and you want to level up and create vibes at all the events you dj at well make sure you subscribe to us right